Success isn't easy. You have to actually work for it. Welcome to the Boomer Casting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Johnson. I'm often struck by comments from a lot of people about how these successful people um, that are millionaires, billionaires, whatever you want to call them, um, how they've had these breaks and, and, oh, they got so lucky and, and this just fell in their lap and they don't know what it's like to be a normal person. Well, it's not always the case. Unfortunately, with um, the advent of technology, a lot of the background that these people had has been lost at some point along the way, and all we see is where they're at now and the success they've had, and we think that they just fell into it. I can remember growing up, even when I was young, you know, eight years old, I knew I wanted to own my own business. Of course, I've always had an independent streak, didn't like authority, so that kind of played into my personality in wanting to own a business. But what does it take to really be successful? I mean, when you look at some of these people um, that are successful now, you kind of see where maybe a lot of them uh, collaborated in college and founded companies like Alphabet or Google, Yahoo, some of these things like that. Uh, They were born in colleges. Facebook is a good example of that. But then there's also other people who don't get the attention that the tech companies get. They're, they're not in Silicon Valley. These are people that have either grown up poor or immigrated into the United States with just a couple dollars to their name. And yet they've been able to reach heights that most Americans never achieve. And so you have to sit back and kind of wonder, why is it that these people come here with nothing and turn their lives around and become multimillionaires. And they do it in a relatively short amount of time. So what is it about Americans that we cannot seem to achieve the success that these people achieve? Now, I know I've heard, you know, all of the gossip about how they get tax breaks and they get this break and they get that break. But by and large, it's not really true. Sure, they do get some help just because of, you know, you get government assistance when you don't make a lot of money. But again, these people are coming here with hardly anything in their pockets. Some of them can't even speak English, or if they do, it's very little. It's very rudimentary. And yet they seem to somehow make it. So one has to look back and and wonder why these people are able to achieve this success when those of us born here can't seem to do it. And I think a lot of it is probably derived from work ethic. People that come to this country, you have to realize that a lot of them come from third world countries where you have to do anything just to survive. And so they come here and they see the streets paved with gold. They're not afraid to get dirty. They're not afraid to do the low job, the janitor, um, the guy that goes out and sucks all the, all the waste out of porta potties they're not afraid to do that. They will do whatever it takes to earn a living. Now, a lot of them also will recognize opportunity. 
where us Americans, we don't see the opportunity because we keep chasing this seemingly unattainable goal of being the rich Silicon Valley guy that gets all these investors to dump billions of dollars into your company and you sell your shares and walk away with $50 million. That seems to be the American dream nowadays. But a lot of us fail to recognize that even the simplest jobs can be turned into multi-million dollar empires. You just have to be willing to do the work. There was a guy that had immigrated from Africa. I don't recall his name. I do recall the, the circumstances. He had $5 to his name when he arrived on the American shore. He was able to get a job cleaning office buildings in Detroit. He recognized the opportunity to build a business based on cleaning office buildings. And within about 15 to 20 years, he had built such a large company that he was worth millions of dollars. Now, he didn't get there because he wrote some software or got angel investors. He did it with plain old hard work. He was able to recognize that there was a need and he was able to fill it. There's another story of a gentleman in California whose father died when he was 16 and left him nothing but an old Volkswagen. At 16 years old, he had no mother, he had no father. He was living in a mobile home and he had to figure out how to make money. So he started repairing other people's Volkswagens. After a little while, he kind of figured out that you know, parts were expensive, so maybe if he bought some old junk Volkswagen Beetles that he could scrounge parts off those to fix people's cars. And so that's what he did. And people would come to him to get repairs done because his parts were cheaper and his labor was cheaper. He recognized at that point that there was money in used auto parts. Now he's a multi-million dollar, uh, for lack of a better term, junkyard owner that has a wrecking yard full of cars. And stories could go on and on of people that just the circumstances dictated how their life was going to turn out. They recognized their strengths and how they could apply them to their situation that gave them the ability to become multimillionaires. Our society rewards mediocrity. And I don't mean that in a negative term. That's just kind of how things have happened. We are so satisfied with just making an income and living the middle-class American life that we fail to recognize opportunities that present themselves to us seemingly on a daily basis. I know of a guy who pretty much lost everything, including his family, and yet started with a little push mower began mowing lawns for $25 a lawn and built a huge landscaping business. I know the man personally. You don't get ahead in life by accepting mediocrity. You don't get ahead in life by just settling. You get ahead in life by working hard, by recognizing opportunities, by taking chances and putting yourself out there so that you're in a situation that you can take advantage of opportunities when they come along. Luck isn't about opportunities falling into your lap. Luck is about 
going out there and making the situation for the opportunity to land in your lap. It isn't happenstance. You make those opportunities. But with that, you also have to recognize when that opportunity presents itself and you have to act upon it. You have to be willing to take the chance and take the risk and put it all on the line to go after what you want. You're never going to get anywhere in life if you just sit back and accept normal. We've bought into this American dream that we go and spend sixty dollars to $120,000 on a college degree so that we can graduate and start out at $30,000 a year living in our parents' basement because we can't afford to rent an apartment. Then we spend the next 20 years paying off that student loan debt. We get married. We have kids. We buy a house. We finance two or three cars. We put Christmas on a credit card. We go on vacation on a credit card. And you wake up one day at 45 years old. You're a half a million dollars in debt and make $65,000 a year. I fail to understand how that's the American dream. Why do people settle for this? This is unacceptable. If you want to take control of your life, the first thing you have to do is take control of your finances. Stop financing your life. Pay cash for your life. There has been financial guru after financial guru from David Bach to Dave Ramsey that preach this daily and people still don't get it. And I think it's because we have become a consumeristic society that is more reliant on instant gratification than we are my generation that was more about saving. We bought cars by paying cash. We didn't finance cars. Now, the tail end of the generation, which is where I fall in, we did buy into that. But a lot of us have since opted out of that. We now pay cash, or if we do finance, it's for 0% and we pay it off as fast as we can. We don't sit there and run the full term of a loan because we recognize that the cash we have in hand is what allows us to live a free life. It allows us to do the things we want to do without worry. It means that we can retire comfortably and not have to be making choices between whether I'm going to buy my medication or pay my electric bill or buy food. Our lives are in our control. No one else's. And I know a lot of the younger generation have fallen into this trap of believing that the government can solve all of their problems. They fail to understand that if they would just simply take control of their finances, they would soon realize that they don't need anybody to take care of their life for them. They don't need anybody to provide this or provide that. They can provide it themselves, but you have to be willing to sacrifice. You have to be willing to wait. You can't do instant gratification and expect to be able to save or invest or retire with millions of dollars in the bank. It just doesn't work that way. But getting back to success, it's okay for people to go to college. But you have to do it the right way. You have to keep the financial impact as low as you possibly can. Because if you don't, you're going to find yourself in a bottomless pit of debt that you're never going to get out of. 
you're never going to realize your full potential. You're never going to retire when you want to. You're not going to be able to do the things you want to do without increasing that debt load. Most marriages in America fail as a result of finances. One or both of the parties involved fail to recognize the importance of being in control of your finances. And when you find yourself with your back against the wall and deep in debt, that's usually when that divorce monster strikes and families fail. It's time for Americans to wake up and start taking control of their finances. Start taking control of your life. It's called personal responsibility. We can't sit back and expect everybody else to make decisions for us. We have to do them for ourselves. We have to be the ones that decide today is the day that I'm taking control of my life and I'm going to be successful. And success can mean different things for different people. But I think in the end, everyone can agree that being able to retire comfortably, if not early and comfortably, is really the ultimate definition of success. It doesn't mean you have $100 million in the bank. It means that you can live your life on your terms and do the things you want to do and have the cash available to do them. That, in my mind, is the ultimate definition of success. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you'll tune in for my next uh, rant. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.